Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Overnight hours tomorrow, we're going to see some increasing clouds. We're going to stay dry, though. Temperatures falling into the mid-30s. So if you have any outdoor plans, make sure to bundle up. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mar Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 45 degrees in the nation's capital. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Coming up. New laws and new benefits around the DMV for 2024. This is Kyle Cooper. Stafford County authorities are looking for a murder suspect tonight. Does it feel like there's more people in the DMV? You're not wrong. I'm Heather Gustafson. A local university is looking into a group that trespassed and vandalized one of their buildings. I'm Luke Lukert. At 11.15, the life expectancy in America is falling, so why isn't anyone talking about it? It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. The Big Apple is preparing for its big night. Three, two, one. Happy New Year! In New York's Times Square, a rehearsal of the New Year's Eve ball drop following Friday's confetti test, ensuring everything is ready for revelers to ring in the New Year Sunday night. The NYPD is on heightened alert. Thousands of officers will be watching the crowds from the ground and in the air. A massive effort to keep one of the biggest New Year's Eve parties on the planet safe. CBS's Christian Benavides, officials say a Bronxville, New York police sergeant, has shot and killed his wife and his 10 and 12-year-old sons before taking his own life inside their home in New City, north of New York. Police say the man used a handgun. Rain and dangerously high surf continued to batter Southern California today following damaging waves that hit earlier in the week. CBS News Bay Area reporter John Ramos is in San Mateo County. In Pacifica, they're used to big waves, but this was something else again. You could see the effects while still a block from the beach as a small wave of water poured down the street. And these people, they started running. I'm telling them, run, run, run. And that wave just chasing them down the street. Nearing the beach, you could see why. Sometimes the seawall can't contain it. I know it's funny. They tell us all to stay away from it. And then we all are drawn to it. The Israeli military continues to push deeper into Gaza and in the process, striking areas filled with displaced civilians. CBS's Ian Lee is following from Tel Aviv. Misery in Gaza starts here. Airstrikes pounding the coastal territory. Israel says it's targeting Hamas militants, but many times it's civilians caught in the explosions. Rescuers desperately work to pull this injured boy from the rubble. President Biden is pressuring Congress to approve more weapons for Ukraine, but Republicans are pushing back, demanding changes to his immigration policies. CBS's Skyler Henry is traveling with Mr. Biden in the Caribbean. The president touted the air defense systems the U.S. and its allies have been able to provide Ukraine in its war efforts. But warned, unless Congress takes urgent action in the new year, America won't be able to continue sending weapons to Ukraine, saying that lawmakers need to step up and act without any further delay. Russia has launched a fresh bombardment of Ukraine in the hours leading into New Year's Eve, targeting the capital, Kiev, and the country's second largest city, Kharkiv. And the Oscar-nominated British actor Tom Wilkinson has died. He died suddenly at his home today. He was 73 years old. This is CBS News. 
Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 1103 on this Saturday, December 30th, 2023. It's 43 degrees. We may see some showers tomorrow. Good, good evening. I'm Sarah Jacobs with the top local stories we're following this hour. Better health care is coming for the DMV in 2024. And in Maryland, new laws will raise wages and help the environment. A new law expanding the telehealth network for mental health services kicks in January 1st in Virginia. And in Maryland, expanded health care is expected under the new Trans Health Equity Act. In Fairfax County, fees are going up for county recreational pools, park rentals, and golf courses, but in most cases only by a dollar or two. Maryland's minimum wage increases to $15 an hour in January. Some counties and towns are enacting local plastic bags. Bands and Arundel and Prince George's counties, plus the city of Frederick, are each banning businesses from handing out plastic bags. So you'll need to bring your own. At some stores, paper bags will be available. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. New this evening, the Stafford County Sheriff's Office wants the public's help in finding a murder suspect. It happened just after midnight. A 33 year old man from King George was shot on Deacon Road in Stafford. He died at the hospital this morning, and police are looking for 29-year-old Darren Jamal Newman of Westmoreland County. The Stafford County Sheriff's Office says Newman should be considered armed and dangerous. You can see the suspect's photo at WTOP.com. You might have noticed the district is growing. 2023 saw a boost in people in 42 states and in Washington, D.C. The population increased. Numbers released this month by the U.S. Census Bureau says the country as a whole gained more than a million and a half people. In D.C., the population grew by just over 8,000 people from last year. An estimated 678,000 people now live in the nation's capital as of July 1st. That's more than the population of Wyoming. The district's population increase is the seventh highest percentage in the country, but the population hasn't quite rebounded to pre-pandemic numbers. Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. Metro's Filibus campaign is back for year six. The campaign is designed to drive out hunger and food insecurities in the region. The Capital Area Food Bank estimates one in three people in our region are facing hunger. And Metro will place these buses at sites around the region January 3rd, 5th and 8th. Locations include the Anacostia Station on Howard Road, the Friendship Heights Station and the Pentagon City Station, just to name a few. Last year, the campaign raised enough food and collected enough money to create 32,000 meals. This year, the goal is 35,000 meals. You can see the full list of drop-off locations and times at WTOP.com. Well, someone vandalized the building that used to house the Howard University Divinity School. The video seen on Instagram and TikTok was posted Thursday and shows a group breaking into Benjamin E. Mace Hall at Howard University. That video has since been taken down. Once they were inside the building, they sprayed a fire extinguisher and also rummaged through old books and files. Mace Hall has been closed and boarded up since 2015. It once housed the School of Divinity. The university says they're investigating the break-in and will increase patrols around the area to discourage future intruders. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A suspect is being held in connection with a recent carjacking of an off-duty Prince George's police officer in Oxon Hill. A 19-year-old Anthony Stewart of Washington is, is charged with carjacking, robbery and theft. 
He was arrested in D.C. on Friday and is being held there pending extradition to Prince George's County. The carjacking happened Thursday evening. Two suspects approached the officer's personal vehicle, forced everyone out. The officer fired his gun, but no one was hurt. Detectives are still looking for that second suspect. And police are searching for the driver who struck and killed a D.C. cyclist. On December 19th, 33-year-old Peter Black was riding his bike on New Jersey Avenue Northwest around 10 p.m. Police say a black four-door sedan headed south, crossed into the northbound lanes, and struck Black. He was taken to a nearby hospital where he died nine days later. Colin Brown with the Washington Area Bicyclist Association talked to NBC4. What's more frustrating and tragic about the whole thing is that it's all preventable. Police need your help finding the driver who struck Black. Coming up after traffic and weather, a slump in home sales is having an economic ripple effect. 10, 11.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP uh, traffic center. Thank you, Sarah. Good evening, everyone. Watch out for the broken down vehicle. Was was blocking a couple of lanes on northbound 95 of Virginia near the Fairfax County Parkway. It has since been moved, moved over to the far right shoulder. Still might encounter some flashing lights, but the travel lanes are open and not seeing any delays either side of the 95 corridor between the Mixon Bowl and Fredericksburg. 395 clear from Springfield heading up to 14th Street. And once you cross over the river into Washington, you're going to find a good looking ride either side of the southeast southwest freeway from 14th Street to the 11th Street Bridge. However, still seeing a Bit of a sluggish ride northbound DC 295 as you make your way north of the 3rd Street Tunnel. Uh, just only a minor delay remains. Whatever was there causing that delay has cleared out. There is a route delay northbound 3rd Street Tunnel heading up to New York Avenue. And be aware that the work zone still set up on inbound New York Avenue. It's at Florida Avenue, the right lane closed. On the outbound side of New York Avenue, traffic getting by in the right lane between 1st Street and Florida Avenue. And this is causing off and on delays. Also in the district for police activity, shutting down both directions of Livingston Road between South Capitol Street and 3rd Street Southeast. Central Avenue westbound between Shady Glen Drive and Addison Road. Left lane there is blocked because of ongoing emergency utility work. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now to 7 News. First alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Seeing partly to mostly cloudy skies out there this evening, but we're going to continue to see decreasing clouds as we head towards the overnight hours. Mostly clear skies by early Sunday morning with temperatures falling into the 30s across the area. We can't roll out some patchy areas of frost outside the beltway. For Sunday, New Year's Eve, looking fantastic. Could not ask for better weather. Mostly sunny skies, highs in the mid to upper 40s to near 50 degrees. And for tomorrow night, as we bring in the new year, those final hours of 2023, we'll see mostly cloudy skies with temperatures in the 30s, but we're going to stay dry. I'm 7 News Meet Aldous Marpena in the First Alert Weather Center. 37 now in Manassas, 46 at Metro Center. It's 42 degrees in Frederick and 43 outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no no payments, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Home improvement retailers are very ready for the next round of home upgrades. But consumers? People did a lot of work on that during the pandemic, and that has same-store sales and profit expectations at Home Depot and Lowe's lower. 
at Lowe's, a little more so than at Home Depot. Home Depot's growth has traditionally outpaced Lowe's, and a lot of that has to do with their exposure to the professional customer. Bloomberg Intelligence Analyst Drew Redding thinks part of the problem is real estate. We have sales of existing homes that are below, you know, the $4 million annualized rates, the lowest in over a decade. High prices and high mortgage rates have made the problem of low inventory even more difficult. You'd be naive to think that with sales as low as they are, that's not impacting the story. Redding says that's even though the traditional relationship between home improvement and home sales is not as strong as it used to be. But he says moving past the home sales slowdown will end up helping home improvement. We think that the market can, you know, return to growth in kind of that low to mid single digit range. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, it's the public health crisis in America that no one's talking about. It's 11-12. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere oh, just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off. You know, they picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. With so many mesothelioma lawyers, how do you choose the right firm for you and your family? I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan, and here's my advice to you. Do your research. Results matter. Reputation matters. Last year alone, our team recovered over a billion dollars for our clients. If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call us now as the time to file a claim may be limited. Call 800-602-2200. That's 800-602-2200. Call now. Coming up, what are the chances of any significant snow for D.C. this year? More news in 60 seconds. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 11.15. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Thanks for being with us. The FDA commissioner issued a warning last winter. The life expectancy of Americans is going the wrong way. Robert Califf's dire warnings were based on data that life expectancy in the U.S. had fallen again, the largest two-year decline in a century. 
and Dan Diamond, a Washington Post national reporter investigating health, politics and policy, says it's a crisis no one in Washington is talking about. He said it's not just because of COVID-19 deaths. I went back and watched congressional testimony from two decades ago where experts were warning that this was an emerging problem. So, yes, this predates COVID. COVID made things worse. But the drivers are things that we know. We know that opioid abuse, suicides, gun violence, motor vehicle accidents, and mostly chronic disease have all contributed to premature death in America. And how is the U.S. life expectancy trend comparing with other nations? Not well. There was a time when the United States was among the world leaders. We are now, depending on what metric you look at, maybe 40th, maybe 60th. We trail our peer countries. So I'm thinking of the advanced economies like Germany and France and Canada and also rivals like China. This is one reason why inside the administration, inside the White House, there is real fear that this life expectancy crisis in America will hinder us globally uh, in, in competition, in economic competition specifically. But at the same time, it has been a very difficult political issue because it is so big, it is so sprawling. And the idea of targeting life expectancy as a goal, the incentives aren't really there for most politicians. You've talked with a lot of experts and lawmakers. Are you seeing any kind of consensus on what it might take to inspire a turnaround? Honestly, no. I went to every senator on on Capitol Hill, all 100, and asked first, do you think this is a problem? And second, if you think it's a problem, how would you fix it? I could not get consensus on the first answer. Only about half of the senators agreed that it was a public health problem. And of the senators who did say we should address life expectancy, there were Republicans who said this is a problem of fentanyl and illegal immigration and we need to secure the southern border. I talked to folks like Bernie Sanders who said we need to reconstruct our entire health system in America. So huge gaps between the lawmakers who even admit that this is a problem, how they would go about trying to fix it. Dan Diamond is Washington Post national reporter investigating health politics and policy. California will soon become one of the first states to provide free health care to all low-income immigrants living in that state illegally. Beginning Monday, more than 700,000 immigrants will gain access to health care coverage through the state's Medicaid program, known as Medi-Cal. It's one of the biggest coverage expansions in California in a decade. Health care and immigration advocates say the expansion will be life-changing for the population. Critics worry the changes will further strain the system and blast the program's costs, while the state faces a record $68 billion deficit. This expansion also inches California closer to its goal of providing universal health care. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Special Counsel Jack Smith says if Donald Trump is immune from prosecution, it opens the door for presidents to break the law just to stay in office. Israeli warplanes have struck two urban refugee camps in central Gaza. The bombardment coming hours after the Biden administration approved a new emergency weapons sale to Israel. And President Biden once again is urging Congress to provide more weapons for Ukraine. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Ken Berger is in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Thank you, Sarah. Good evening, everybody. That broken down vehicle northbound 95 in Virginia near the Fairfax County Parkway has been cleared. All lanes are now open with no delays either side of 95 between Springfield and Fredericksburg. And once you cross the mixing bowl onto 395, it's a good looking ride all the way up to the 14th Street Bridge with no delays, with no delays on the southbound side. And then once you get into the district, both sides of the freeway doing just fine between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge. Had some earlier delays northbound DC 295 north of the 11th Street Bridge. That is all cleared out. Also, some earlier delays on the northbound side of the 3rd Street Tunnel likewise have cleared out. Had a broken, or a police activity, rather, in the district affecting Livingston Road between South Capitol Street and 3rd Street. That has been cleared. Also, U Street had some police activity between 11th Street and 12th Street. That likewise has been cleared. All in those locations have been reopened. In Maryland, on westbound Central Avenue, Maryland 214, between Hill Road at Shady Glen Drive and Addison Road, you've got the left lane blocked because of emergency utility work. Once you make the run on Route 50 from the Capitol Beltway all the way to the east of the Bay Bridge, you're going to find a nice and easy ride. No delays across the Bay Bridge with all lanes open, both eastbound and westbound, two to Kent Island and three coming back to Sandy Point. The run on 95 and 295 between the Beltways clear. No issues on 270 from Bethesda to Frederick. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Ken. And now to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. December 2023 will go down as the second wettest month of the entire year, but thankfully we got dry conditions to look forward to for these final couple of hours of 2023. We got mostly clear skies in the forecast tonight. Temperatures falling into the 30s with some patchy areas of frost possible outside the beltway. For New Year's Eve Sunday, looking fantastic. Lots of sunshine in the forecast. Highs will be in the mid to upper 40s to near 50 degrees with a south wind around 5 miles an hour. Tomorrow night, looking pretty good as well. We'll see increasing clouds again. Not expecting any rain. Temperatures will be in the mid-30s by around midnight. And for New Year's Day, looking pretty good. we got partly cloudy skies with a stray shower or two possible in the afternoon. But most of us stay dry. Highs will be in the mid-40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mar Pena, the First Alert Weather Center. 42 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 39 in Woodbridge, and 46 degrees in Washington, D.C. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, it's the end of the funding line for a program to help Virginia students make up what they lost during the pandemic. 1121. Winter is approaching, and for some of our neighbors, the cold is more than just a chill. It's a struggle to keep the heat on, but you can make a difference. Make a donation to the Washington Area Fuel Fund through the Salvation Army. The Fuel Fund helps neighbors in need pay their bills during times of financial hardship. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation. Help to spread warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area this winter. Because helping a neighbor in need is a gift that keeps on giving. With so many mesothelioma lawyers, how do you choose the right firm for you and your family? I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan, and here's my advice to you. Do your research. Results matter. Reputation matters. Last year alone, our team recovered over a billion dollars for our clients. If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call us now as the time to file a claim may be limited. Call 800-602-2200. That's 800-602-2200. Call now. 
If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. This is WTOP News. 1122. Nationwide, schools have been trying all kinds of programs to improve the academic performance that was lost due to the COVID pandemic. And not all of those programs have lasted. A program to keep students in class in Virginia is ending. The reason why the $3.5 million in COVID money from Washington to Richmond has run out. Engage Virginia helped more than 20,000 students and families directly to improve the students' attendance and keep them on track. It also conducted hundreds of thousands of digital outreaches to students and parents to improve attendance. Because of COVID, the Washington Post reports the number of chronically absent students nearly doubled in the state from 10.6% in 2018-2019 to 19.3% last year. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. As the year comes to a close, we've still had no chance for using snow skis, snowshoes, much less snow blowers. Some blame it on the so-called D.C. snow hole. But does such a thing really exist? Our standards are very low at this point since we didn't have any snow last season and very little a couple seasons before. ABC 7 meteorologist Steve Rudin says there are good reasons there's less snow downtown. We have a lot of concrete. We have a lot of buildings. We have a lot of traffic. But for the entire region, over time, he thinks we do get our share. And when we have El Nino years, it on average turns out to be perhaps a little bit snowier. He does think we'll get some snow moving into February. Is it going to be a blockbuster kind of snowstorm year? No one can tell, but we will know sooner rather than later. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Looking for something to do to welcome in the new year? State parks suggest you and your family take a hike. First day hikes are happening all around the D.C. region. State parks in Maryland are offering a chance for you to hike and learn about a park along with a ranger or do a self-guided hike anytime between Sunday and Tuesday as part of the event. The State Department of Natural Resources says about 5,000 people took part last year in first-day hikes around Maryland. There are self-guided hikes at Seneca Creek State Park on Clopper Road in Montgomery County. There is a ranger-led hike on January 1st at 10 in the morning at Cedarville State Forest in Brandywine. More than 40 state parks in Virginia are available for first-day hikes. Virginia State Park says they have planned hikes, or you can just hike a park on your own. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. 1125. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Capitals fall in a shootout to Nashville 3-2, to so their winless uh, streak now hits four games. Caps were down two zips, so they fight back, get that point. Alex Ovechkin's seventh goal of the season actually tied things up, but they fall in the shootout. They'll visit Pittsburgh on January 2nd. First time in school history, a third straight bowl win for Maryland football beats Auburn. 31-13 Music City Bowl from Nashville at the Orange Bowl. Just an embarrassment. Georgia crushes Florida State 63-3. Wild ending in the uh, Saturday night football game was uh, Dallas holds off uh, Detroit 20-19. The Lions go for two. Player was ineligible even though he caught the ball. So a little controversy here as the Lions do fall at the Dallas Cowboys. The commander 
Islanders hosting San Francisco Sunday 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. As we do not know who will be the quarterback for the Commanders, the recently named starter, Jacoby Brissett, hurt his hamstring this week, so they may have to go back to Sam Howell, who was benched, but now he's going to get the start. We'll have to wait and see.